0: Listening to Splash with Chalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and
1: laughter to rehydrate your soul. Well, welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Chalene Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hi. Ready to spot you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. Oh, buddy, Woo! we need that today. I, I, I'm ready to just jump in a I pool. <laughs> I'm just afraid of COVID. I, I might know. get something. I mean, this is just nuts. In it California, for those of you who aren't, I just had the privilege of traveling, buddy. I think yep. I told you. Yep. For 10 days, I went to Missouri, which was all open. Crazy. Great. actually got to go to a church. Thank you, Jesus. 190 women were there worshiping sitting six feet apart and it was so powerful to gather i have to say that home church and kind of taking Mm -hmm. the model of what francis and lisa chan started we are church Mm -hmm. and bringing it into Mm -hmm. our home Mm -hmm. has been epic i mean brooke was here for four months during the COVID, mm-hmm. just went back mm-hmm. to Virginia. So I actually flew then to Virginia for Bricky right. Cookie Star's 21st birthday. Right, right. My baby's 21, 21. people. Let's 21. splash about that a minute. Yeah. So crazy. So and crazy. what's while well, I got back from from being gone only 10 days, mm-hmm. I flew to Missouri. Then I flew to Virginia to uh-huh. see Brooke for a birthday. Bryce met me there. And then by the time we flew back, before I left, though, I was able to get my hair done. Can I get a little... Yeah, got my hair done, cut and colored. Thank you, Jesus. And which I know is first world problems. I know, please don't tweet me about it, but it felt good because it's been four months. And by the time I fly back in 10 days, everything shut back down the gyms, the hair salons, the nail salons, everything is shut back down. And what's so weird is I'm like, bring it. (laughs) I've been on the or arc for 40 days and 40 nights. Okay. So I got a new haircut and I'm ready to bring it. You know what I mean? So it's been it's been so good to be back in the splash zone. And our guest today, Mm. you guys and moms out there, you're about to get refreshed and rejuvenated and you need to be. We yes. see you out there, moms. We see you as you find out that school's not reopening here. You know, my <laughs> sister is a principal, for those of you that don't know, at an elementary school. And we have one of our favorite people live in studio, six feet apart, um, in the Splash Zone. We have traveled to Rwanda with her. Mm. We have traveled to Malibu with her to go out to eat. <laughs> we have traveled Anywhere God will take us together, she is very special, and she's going to about to splash you and share mm. some critical information that can help really, you. Really families good. and moms with children that are home this summer, and maybe not going back to school this fall. Um to really equip you. Mm-hmm. Because the number one thing we need to get right as parents is to raise our children to know and follow hard after Jesus. And we can't buy that. And we can't se- expect someone else to do that for us. And so please welcome to the Splash Zone, Christy Christy. Yay. <laughs> Hi, friends. Oh, it's been a while. It sure has. Oh, love your smile. <laughs> I know, you guys. I can't yeah. wait for you to meet her again. <laughs> oh. uh, not just here, but even through our social media posts. And when I said Christy Christy, yep, that's it's right. with a K and then that's a CH. She married a man whose last name was Christy. How <laughs> awesome is that? Christy Christy. But before we jump in yeah. about... She has an amazing story. I don't know if you've heard this story, and it's not even in our notes. I'm just hitting you with it, Christy, because you're good like that. Um, You were single for many years. I was. And you're working at churches, running their children's departments, killing it. Every parent (laughs) on the planet from Malibu to LA to Burbank to Santa Barbara was like, can we get Christy? Can Christy Mm -hmm. run this program? And you had an ache in your heart like, Lord... I want to be a wife. Like, Mm -hmm. where's my man? I'm seeing all these people dropping Mm -hmm. their kids off with their husbands. And it's like, where's my man? Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I know we have a lot of single listeners out there and she's got a man. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) tell us how that happened for you and the process that that was for you going through in your younger years. And you're still super young, but you were not... Hitting the mark when you wanted to, basically. Sure. Yeah, I think we all have sometimes
0: an idea of when we want that to evolve in our life. And for me, it was like I don't know, nineteen. I really was like good with <laughs> on? I was yeah, exactly. I'm like, where is my man? I mean, I'm in. Let's do it. And I wanted to really. I, I did. I wanted that all to begin early earlier than it did. And but God took me on a real cool journey where it was like I realized I had a lot of growing to do. And I think that I don't know. I don't know why. I don't have an answer for why some people get married and some people don't, some people younger, some people older. But um yeah, it was a real journey of surrender, you mm. know, where I had to kind of say, All right, you know what? My life, I am a full person as I am. Amen and I'm a full member of the body of Christ. I'm a full member of the kingdom and I don't need I think the church gets real hung up on marriage being mm. kind of this graduation from singleness and mm. wow. um and and to enter into relationships and say hey I actually don't need all my friends to be in the same stage of life as I am like I can have friends of all ages mm. stages we can share in common things and even differences and and um, yeah, I met my husband at a restaurant. We were both on eHarmony, but in different regions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you kidding? You didn't know uh-uh. that? Yeah, he was, wow. a, he
0: was. He was. living in Austin at the time, okay. so his um, you know, reach was not as far as Los Angeles. So, but he came in to the. I was working at Malibu uh, Pacific Church and uh, with the Children's and Family Ministry. He came in with one of my best volunteers, James. They had been college roommates at Pepperdine University, so oh, he my was gosh. in oh, waves. Yeah, 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 So he was in town visiting, and sleeping on James's couch, and just um, they were going to Wood Ranch on the Reg, and you know. So, anyways, <laughs> love that restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's a good barbecue if you don't know it. Um, and so we he walked in. I put I saw him, and I thought, "Who is that?" He just has this like presence about mm-hmm. him, and he still does. That's he does. Totally who he is. So true. He's got just brilliance about him, and so I was like who is that? And so we started joking instantly just Mm -hmm. great banter back and forth. 15 minutes in, he says, you know what my last name is, right? And I said, (laughs) how would I know your last name? He said, I'm David Christie. And without missing a beat, I just, which isn't normal. I don't always, I, I sometimes miss the beat, you know? And I turned to him and I said, I said, well, I guess we can't get married. And he looked at me and he said, well, we'll see. And I went,
1: Oh, I know. oh and, and you it's know so weird to look back on it that is. sometimes.
0: And I think we were just flirting at the time and just mm-hmm. being like, I think in many senses, and I haven't I should ask him this, but I think it's like, hey, don't don't friend zone me, you know, right? Like, because of my last name. You know, like it was just a fun <laughs> I banter. I love that. But yeah, within a within six months we were engaged and my goodness um and we've been married we'll be married 7 years in November and, and yeah it's just a cool adventure and so i i do i will say just as you bring this up i have such a heart for those that are right now in a safer at home status or staying at home or quarantined mm. um and and longing for a life partner mm, you know right. and i think that that is that's been on my heart since the beginning of this is that um just to know you're not alone and that there's so many people out there, if you're listening, that are mm-hmm. are are feeling the same way you are, but like you're not forgotten and this okay. is hard and it and we'll come through this, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell the story. This is super cool, buddy. And you guys are gonna love it, our little splash family. <laughs> How David decided he wanted to go back. Yeah. To his home country. Sure. And you went with him. Yeah. And there is a video, if David will let us, if uh, our social media, when we air this, will we'll sure. hopefully, if you're cool with it, yeah. will show of an encounter. Can you tell me, tell everybody this story? Because it is. Sure. So I was in tears mm. watching this journey. Yeah. And it was just last year.
0: Yeah. Right? Last year was the second time we went back. Okay. But yeah, we surprised. uh David's father lives in India. Okay. And uh David is. Indian by his descent, but he grew up in Minnesota. So he yeah. jokes that he likes, you know, <laughs> Domino's pizza more than curry when he was a kid. Right. <laughs> but anyways, he's, he's stepped up the Domino's pizza now. But <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he didn't really know his father growing up, um, which is, um, can be like scandalous in Indian mm. culture that wow. like he grew up without a father, or his parents weren't married. And so he ended up, you know, just really wanting to meet him. And, you know, we we both, when we first got married, we're like, how do you sleep in pottery barn sheets when your father lives in poverty in India? Mm. You know, how does that work? You know, yeah. as Christians, like we have to wrestle with poverty and wealth. You know, mm-hmm. I think we really have to wrestle with that at some point. And so we went and we met him and he's just this sweet man. You know, he's so sweet and just kind. And mm-hmm. we, he's not told his family that he has a son. So um, we have to meet him kind of in secret in a Marriott Lobby
1: <laughs> in, Crazy. India. in mm-hmm. India.
0: Yeah. So it's a long journey to go and spend time with him, but it's worth it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, the, the video you're talking about, I would be happy to share it to my IG. Actually, you can just like even go to my IGTV, um, videos. It's, uh, we decided this last time we weren't sure we were actually, we weren't sure about our travel plans totally. Cause a lot was going on. And, um, and so we ended up kind of last minute, Going, yeah, let's go and let's surprise him. And so this video is like us. Surprise the yeah. dad in India, buddy. Yeah. I so know. he does not know, know. Yeah. they're coming. Yeah. 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 So we come downstairs and they just see have this, you know, it's really the third time they ever met, hmm. but really the second. I would say the only time though that we felt like a real um sense of d- a deeper connection because mm-hmm. of Facebook video. Mm. We've been able to stay in touch a little oh, more. That's great. So we have pretty regular like video chats with mm. him and they're and they're pretty simple, you know, we don't have a ton in common sometimes mm. with our yeah. lifestyles and our life and all that, but um he really he loves us and we can feel that and mm. we love him. We don't share mm. the same language, so we have to have a translator there. Mm-hmm. But um it's really special.
1: Yeah. Wow. He's a good man. How cool is but that? But it's again how love transcends mm-hmm. language. Yeah. Because I did not understand anything he was saying. And on this video, you know mm-hmm. that that's his son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's his father. Mm-hmm. And she's, Christy's filming it. And mm-hmm. I'm like a mess. <laughs> yeah, I was too. <laughs> it was just this. Yeah. Y- wow. You realize, it, you know. Yeah before every time before i speak somewhere or in a group of people you know francis chan you know my pastor and some of our dear friends he always said do you even love the people Shulene, you need to ask yourself mm-hmm. these questions before you mm-hmm. share the gospel or you speak like mm-hmm. do you even love the people you're about to speak to and i feel like with our splash family I love you guys. Mm-hmm. And you're, a lot of people make go Shaleen, You don't even know me. Like, I'm listening to your podcast, you and Barbara, and great, but you don't even know me. And I feel like if we can hate people we don't know, it's hmm. good. I can love you. Yeah. And I can also love you genuinely and not in a church cheesy way because I know who created you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my father in heaven makes masterpieces. Mm -hmm. You're made in the image of God. And that David, your husband, Mm -hmm. would go to the ends of the earth Mm -hmm. to... I mean, that's not like an easy trip. He didn't just go from (laughs) LA to San Diego in traffic for three hours. He traveled across the world to make sure his father who... How did they not know each other? Like, how did they not know... but he was never. I mean, for David, that must have been so painful to go sure. that his father couldn't step up and go, and this is my son, right? Yeah. Well, and, and, I'm, is, and I'm not Indian, so sure, I don't know sure, the culture. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah.
0: So yeah, his mom um, had a kind of secret relationship with his dad, um, and right. they had been. He he was the family rickshaw driver. Okay. So they were different casts, like where. He's a um, social cast. Social cast, right. absolutely. So I think he's very poor millionaire. Sure, you know sure. What I'm saying. He's yeah. very poor and um, his mom was not. Like they were upper middle class and mm, the, right. in, in, um, there was an age difference. And then also she was really, they had converted to Christianity three generations before. And so she's a Christian and he's Jane, which is kind of a, it's it's a different faith uh, it's kind of a blend, I would say, of Buddhism and Hinduism. Oh. It's a beautiful faith in a lot of ways. They're very nonviolent. Um, they're, they're the type they're, they're the ones that won't step on a bug because oh. they're afraid they wouldn't wouldn't wear shoes sometimes into the temple because they don't want to hurt a, even an ant. Like I mean, it's so hmm. so seriously committed to peace. Um, it's what Gandhi was. Mm-hmm. And so um it's interesting. But yeah, I think they just had so many differences. I and mean, we're not sure his mom really wanted to be to be married. And so right. yeah, they had a sexual relationship and David was conceived just before she came over to the United States to join her brothers and her parents. And so it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's where grace comes in and like mm-hmm. We've been watching this show called Indian Matchmaker. It's on um, Netflix. You guys. <laughs>
1: okay. I haven't seen it.
0: I've, I gi- I've gift to I everybody. King, <laughs> Watch it. It's so good. And I've just been struck by really the importance of grace. Like if grace isn't part of your culture, mm. shame mm. leads everything. And mm-hmm. so we need forgiveness. We need grace. It's such a gift and a precious like thing that we um have the honor to know of, you know, and that's really what I'm passionate about teaching everybody is that God loves you so much Mm. (laughs) that you don't have to earn it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not about, like, that's the narrative I see throughout India is like um, earning your worthiness, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, worthiness to be married, worthiness to be these things. But I also see it in our own culture, culture. It's just this we got to earn it. Got to be perfect. Got to be right. Got to mm-hmm. get it right. And it's like, God, it already
1: says you're already loved. Mm-hmm. I already did that for you. So you don't have to worry. Yeah. So good. Mm. It's so good. Tell us a little bit about growing up in Burbank. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> We're all LA girls here. We're all here. LA girls here. It. Thank you for listening still. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. We have Jesus. Like, oh, my gosh, totally. like, oh, my gosh. Totally. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Um. Tell me how this grew, this Revibrant Kids. Um, this is just amazing, people. I'm so excited for you to hear this because my heart hurts. I just got an email last month from Hume Lake Christian Camp. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would go there every summer. And then when I got older, I'd go there as a counselor. And then to hear my daughter spent all three months two summers ago in Wildwood at Mm. Hume Lake, way above doing discipleship programs. And Mm. my kids went to leadership there. My kids went to camp there to say, Hi, we're completely shut down. Can Mm. someone help us? Because we can't have any kids this summer. Mm. And those are, those are students who get to come to a saving knowledge of Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for you to create this coming from a background, which share your background because I don't want to sure. assume everybody knows it, mm-hmm. yeah. um, in psychology and ministry and all of it. So share a little bit about that growing up in Burbank and how that was for you and what shifted your heart to create Revibrant Kids, yeah. which I am so excited. And she has so a really fun... Fun present for everyone listening, so don't go away. But go ahead, share how your background a little bit. Yeah, I grew
0: up in Burbank, California, which you both know <laughs> yes. well. Bob Hope <laughs> Airport, my favorite 80s, airport. Yeah, in the middle of an eighties in the eighties and nineties, yeah. which we've come to know is a complicated time, really, in the industry with like a lot mm-hmm. of different um, influences, shall we say, a lot of things. And I and I could feel. I think as an intuitive person, like I could feel the complexity of the place I was growing up in. So there's some beautiful parts. Like I think Hollywood is an incredible place full of dreamers and people that are trying to realize a vision, but there's also a whole part of that where there's just a yearning for meaning. People are coming from all over with Mm -hmm. a lot of brokenness and pain. And I could feel that, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. like, what is the point of all this? If everyone's just trying to be famous, you know, like what's everyone, why does everyone need so much attention, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, and, I think in the midst of that, I began – it's really funny. Like, I think back on it and I'm like, that's really funny that, like, from a very young age, I was searching for the meaning of life. Like, what is this mm-hmm. all about, you mm-hmm. know? And – um I was raised in a really incredible church family, a small little church in Burbank mm. with just not pe- the little brown house. The not little the little br- brown house. <laughs> the yes, little brown I know one. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that's really little. <low. laughs> that's funny. That's the marriage chapel. Oh, it is. Yes, like, yes, a little yes, yeah, great. totally. No, it was not raised in a wedding chapel, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's Burbank Presbyterian Church, still an incredible church up mm. on Olive um, Avenue, right above uh, Glen Oaks. And, oh, okay. you know, and, and there were people there that truly, read their Bibles, followed Jesus. They would go on prayer walks together in the morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, just people that like really followed after Jesus and and were passionate even about missions and seeing people. We brought over pastors from Kenya to get trained in at Fuller Seminary so they could go back and be pastors in their community. So um, the richness of what I grew up with, I was so surprised when I became an adult and found out that so many of my friends had had toxic experiences at church Mm -hmm. and that they'd been told a gospel of, um, you better get it right. You know, Mm -hmm. and and while we want to get it right out of our love for Jesus, that's not the gospel, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I went to school to be an elementary school teacher. And It was just really. I could so see that. <laughs> I
1: would feel so great dropping my kids off with yeah, Christy. Exactly. Here you go. Yeah. I'll pick them up at six, seven. Can you make tomorrow? Them dinner? Yeah, yeah can exactly. They have a sleepover, a sleepover. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're so sweet. Yeah. No, I. My mom was a teacher, and so I think it was a pathway I could like mm-hmm. see with my eyeballs. Like mm-hmm. I knew what that looked like. I loved the community of elementary school women in a in a staff room. I was raised in a staff room, basically. So. Right. Um, And I went to school uh, to be a teacher and I got fascinated by educational psychology and some of the neuroscience that was emerging at that time, you know, in the early 2000s, we had a way to measure how a brain actually learned and where parts with PET scans, like where our brains lit up when you were taught in certain different ways. And and so really multisensory learning, mm-hmm. um, learning uh, in multidimensional ways, it just brought me to life. I was like, oh, my gosh, this mm-hmm. is so cool. I want to learn. I want to I educate kids in the way that they actually learn and not just in the way we hope they learn or the way that kind of fills the time up mm-hmm. and we're able to, um, I don't know, you know, I think we expect that kids are going to learn just because we talk at them but I didn't want to talk at kids. I wanted them to feel alive. And so what I saw happening at church, well, let me back up. So I was finishing up my credential and I was thinking, all right, um, I don't know that I really want to be, I don't know that I care enough about teaching. And This sounds terrible because it's so important, but I think to the calling inside of me, I wasn't sure if I cared about teaching algebra to a middle school or teaching like some of these things. I was like, I, I don't, it doesn't light me up inside, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up kind of attending a a friend of mine was getting baptized at this little church in Santa Clarita. And I was working at a church and I was just like, it just started to stir in me that I thought maybe I want to care about teaching kids the gospel. Like what would it look like to be an educator of kids so that they can learn the Bible. Right. <laughs> so, as I got in, I took a role, a full time children's and family ministry director at 23, was finishing up my degree because I took the long route through college. Yes. Um, and I uh, <laughs> took, the, took the cruise ship, not the speedboat, you know, <laughs> which is more expensive. Don't do it. Um, anyways, but uh, I ended up uh, just really feeling this passion for creating something fresh and new in that space because mm. I saw it. I saw that kids honestly didn't like going, you know, when you mm-hmm. have like kids mm-hmm. screaming oh, and yeah. crying to stay in church, you know, we've got a problem, you know, yep. we're not doing this well mm-hmm. if they're not feeling, but also, so I saw two schools. One was like, Hey, here's a set. You can buy a stack of workbooks and teach <laughs> kids the Bible. Or there were kind of mega churches that were developing curricula that were like, um, video based, you know, and it was really fun, but I saw it really truly for what it was, which was entertainment. You know mm. and I didn't want to babysit kids while their parents were in service in
1: big church. Yeah. That's what big we call big church. It. Yes, mom and dad are going oh to gosh. big church. Yeah, and I'm then the, the, over,
0: the overwhelming threat of if you don't behave, I'm going to send you back to big church. You know, <laughs> I said right. that a few that's times, right. friends. Uh, yes, I did. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. and so in that process, I just <laughs> that's so yeah, funny. I know, right. Can you see it? Yeah, I, see I, it. I have that look. I can give you the look. Yeah, <laughs> wow. mm-hmm. I've got it down. I can like keep a whole group of kids and give them the look. They're like, oh. Okay, Miss Christie's not messing around. <laughs> but um I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And as I went on that journey, I started looking for curriculum. And mm-hmm. I thought I want I I felt this great responsibility that someday I'm responsible for these kids and making sure that they actually knew who mm. Jesus is and what is even in this book that can be complex to teach a child, right? So I understand why a lot of the curriculum out there isn't, like, great because it's hard. It's hard to take a really complex philosophical idea and distill it to a developmental level of a five-year-old, you know, with mm-hmm. and be correct about it and not just kind of dumb down a story. Right. So it's not correct. So anyways, I ended up um, going through I, I just I would go to conferences. I, I was on this search for the holy grail of what I was looking for <laughs> because I wanted it to teach kids the way I knew from my background that they learn. And I couldn't find it, you guys. Like everything wow. felt spotty. It was like we're teaching them about Paul, and then we're bouncing back to David, and then we're bouncing because we got a theme of friendship. And I'm like, you know, are we teaching kids? In, like, this is a story. This is God's story that we're inviting kids into and teaching them about who he is. And so, yeah, so I began writing curriculum and so making good. sure that um, we were doing things like, you know, when we were studying um, James and talking about how, you know, um, our words can be weapons, you know, they can be hurtful. We made lemonade. We actually made it at the table and said, all right, now taste the lemonade without sugar. And they're like, oh, it's awful. And you're like, yep, that's exactly right. Without God's love inside of us, we can really be sour to the world. Mm-hmm. But like when when we add, now we add yeah. sugar, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. fun. And so we make lemonade. It's like, see, this is the deal. Like we have a choice with what we have. And so they're learning, they're remembering, but it's not just an activity. It's not just kind of kitschy. Um you're not going home with some weird craft that has nothing to do with anything it's just it's really teaching kids in a deep way. And what was cool, can I tell you is that later on, when these t- kids started to get to youth group, mm. the youth pastor came to my office and he goes, You guys, first class of the kids that I had had through my thing and he said, What in the world? I said, What do you mean? And he said, I've never met a group of kids that actually have a grounded mm. understanding of what it means to have a relationship with Jesus, who understand the chronology of the Bible, who understand the story that God's telling. He says, I'm I'm able to teach at a level that's mature. Mm. We're moving forward. He said, Plus they miss, they miss Sunday school. <laughs> I was right. like, Yes, like that a mm-hmm. fifth grade boy misses Sunday school and is coming back totally. to say, I really miss this space that was cozy and deep mm-hmm. and rich, mm. you know? So, anyways, so yeah. So what we've done now is is um really when COVID hit, it was actually I looked at my calendar the other day with my partner, my writing partner. We worked together on all this. And I I looked back and I said, she said, when when did you when did we decide to pivot from Sunday school curriculum to family, family night guides? And I was like, gosh, I, I know it was before the shutdown. So I looked and it was February, it was February, no, March 10th. I woke up with the idea in my heart, like just... Of 2020. No, yeah. Just like a couple months ago. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Woke up. I was going to lunch in Santa Monica, had a bunch of meetings, but I woke up in the morning and I heard the Lord just whisper this creative idea spark in my head. and He said, DIY Sunday school, make it so they can do it at home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. Like that had been in my heart before because I feel like really when we export or, like, delegate this responsibility of teaching our Come faith on. to kids to, like, kind of either a hype guy that's our youth pastor right, or our Sunday school teacher who's a volunteer that you may or may not know how they're teaching this, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think parents are the ones that need to be telling the Absolutely. story, Man. you know? Absolutely. And that's how kids are going to re- – there's all kinds of research that say this is where par- kids are actually going to catch it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I yeah, so we started – in the in the intensity of getting, you know, um toilet paper and all the things. <laughs> we're like on our laptops, just in our in our we both have full time jobs. So it's like in the evenings and in the weekends, we're working hard at reformatting what we had created so that, you know, it could be available to families because we know that families are zoomed out.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I just talked to a friend yesterday who just just subscribed to Vibrant Kids. And she she told me, she said, with her kids who are elementary age, they – she said, we'll try and have them in. She says, our services are actually pretty engaging and the videos are pretty great. But she said, we, we try and have them in with us. And she says, my seven-year-old like looks at me and goes, I'm going to go to the playroom, mom. You know, she's like, I'm out. <laughs>
1: so she said, that's why we we just knew we needed to have something more. Mm. I agree with you. I feel like when God entrusts you with children, mm. that that isn't to be farmed out. The people that come into my children's life to richly bless them, you know, maybe at they're, like you said, they're youth pastors or mm-hmm. mentors in their Christian schools that they went to. Yeah. But the buck stops with Bryce and I. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or if right. you're a single mom out there, or a single dad, we don't get. It says, train up a child. That's your child that mm-hmm. got entrusted to you. <laughs> yeah. It's not, train up a child, let someone else church, do it. No, It says, train school. up a child in the way they should go. And when they are older, they won't depart from it. Yep. It is my responsibility. And I have to have an account for God. And mm-hmm. so for you to create, you and your business partner, to create this curriculum, especially in a time when VBS is Church camps, Sunday school, mm-hmm. churches in a whole mm-hmm. are being shut down, mm-hmm. especially here in California. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to care about their spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Who cares if they can read and write, find a cure for, even for cancer. <laughs> if they miss Jesus, they lose. Yeah, And yeah. that's the only thing they need to get right. And it reminds me of my mm-hmm. three-by-five card. That Michael Warren challenged me with way back mm-hmm. in the day when I had Blake and Brooke is if you were never – he gives me this three by five card if you didn't hear this episode and he hands it out to all of us young married couples. My, our kids were still in, you know, the carry on little thing <laughs> um, and said, if you were never going to see your children again, what would you want mm, them to know? Powerful. And I'm like, can I use both sides, Michael? Can I run on both sides? He's like, sure, Shalene, bring it back in two weeks. We'd meet every two weeks for our growth group. Hmm. He had a thing of Kleenex in the center of the table. We all sat around and he said, and don't share with your spouse what you're writing. Wow. I want you to independently check huh. in with God. And if you were never going to see Blake or Brooke again, what would you want them to know? And I filled this card out, and I was in tears, and we get to the night of the thing. You got to understand, Michael Warren was a big producer, Happy Days, Love Boat, the TGI Friday lineup, all that stuff. So we get back to his house. Everyone's reading, crying, hugging, and then he goes, okay, everybody, I need you to now cut it down to 25 words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she just <laughs> threw them. a I, I just threw a pen, sorry. <laughs> I'm like,
1: you're killing me, Michael. Like, you're killing me. And he goes, no, I need you to really get specific. Hmm. And I feel like that's hmm. what you created here yep. with Revibrant Kids mm-hmm. and, and the activities that you put together. I love the story about the ice cream sundae. Yeah. Share that a little bit. This yeah. is so great. You're yeah, <laughs> doing yeah. these activities with your kids, with the Lord, mm-hmm. yeah. and not in a in a cheesy way that, that promotes dialogue. Yes. Yeah. Share that, the Sunday yeah. It's so great. I'll tell you, um, this particular lesson
0: was our first that we did. And and, and our, our theme has been who God is. And why? Because when I've gone through hard times in my life, I'm so grateful that I was raised by a church community and by parents who wanted to make sure I knew who God was. Because- we Didn't yeah. just
1: know about him.
0: Yeah, just, you know he I'm wasn't saying? like no. a history story. Right. It's Thank like, you, you know him. Right. And, and the truth is, in this, I'm I'm so convinced. In this season, you know, we're entering a time in our world where there's a lot of uncertainty, and if we can make sure that this next generation has this at this at their soul at the depth of their mm-hmm. soul mm-hmm. that they know who God is, then it's then then we get we equip them for the future. Right. You know, and so um, yeah, the the first activity, it's, we always have an opening activity. So it's a, a we say it, gather together. So everything is together. So it's gather together, read together. You know, oh, I love it. discuss mm-hmm. together, um, and it's a guide. It's really a, a guide to equip parents to walk this. Have a forty-five minute to an hour gathering time around mm-hmm. their table. So we say we're taking. We say we're taking so church good. from classrooms and screens to living rooms and around the table.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. And
0: so we. Our first activity was to make ice cream Sundays. <laughs> And yeah, because you know, we don't, I mean, we don't do candy and food every time, just right. in case yeah. anybody's freaked about that. Um, I, I worked in Malibu for years, so I know this is a thing. And so, it be Greek uh, yogurt, yeah, and yeah, yeah, fruit. yeah, you yeah. can you make right. it what you want. You're, right. you're like, so good, do your family yeah, you're thing. right, yeah. So, anyways, so uh, yeah, you you decorate your Sunday, you have instruct the kids and and yourselves to, to decorate the Sunday however you want, and you have all the topkins out and everything, and then it just to highlight, hey, these are every one of our Sundays is different. And it's like totally beautiful that we all do life differently and we all have different gifts that we bring to this family. And so then we have a discussion time, affirmation time to say, We've been through some hard stuff in the last few months. Mm-hmm. Let's affirm each other. Let's. What do you love about each family member? Mm. And then we kind of made it fun. where It's like, well, who's the sprinkles and who's the ice cream and who's the <laughs> uh, whipped cream? You know, just like to make yeah, it fun. Yeah.
1: But we dove the into it. The yogurt and yeah. fruit would be Brooke at my house, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. definitely.
0: She's so healthy. I love her. Um, so then here's the story that's fun that goes with this is that um, my friend was at her in-laws house on vacation. And uh, they had had, you know, just they were had a great time, but nothing like she said. Nothing had gone as deep as their time with Revibrant, and so they went mm. through this. And she said, "I I just shed tears as I was watching my father in law help my son find Daniel in the Bible and mm. help him like and answer questions about his perspectives of faith. And these questions have prompted something really good. It, it, we did the story of um, Elisha and the chariots of fire that surround him, and it's where God just provides this invisible army of angels around Elijah when the whole army's coming towards him to get him. And uh, one of the questions said, you know, how can you use your imagination to feel safe?
1: And Mm -hmm.
0: this little, my friend's son said, "Um, you know, I mean, it's easy now. Now I realize I can just imagine that God has an army around me. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that's it. That's That's it. That's it. Wow. If we can help seven year olds feel safe in this mm. world because there's a God that's bigger than COVID, that's bigger than that's right. anything that comes against us, mm. um, it gives me chills
1: all over my yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so true. You know, God's word never comes back void. Mm-hmm. True. And so the younger we can start instilling the word yeah. of God in their lives, responding with truth from God's word, it will not come back void and it'll, it'll, prepared warriors and champions and world changers for Christ in the future. And that's why Revibrant Kids is so Mm. important. And Christy is doing something super cool, buddy, for us. Um, If, for those of you listening right now, if you go to RevibrantKids.com, and we will have that on our um, social media stuff too, and put in the keyword splash, you and your family are going to get two free weeks. (laughs) How about splashing that on your neighbors too? Let your friends know. They can. put in splash, and you're going to get two free weeks of revibrant kids this summer to create time around the table together, the backyard together, the Bible together, to pray together, to play together, and to bring everything back to the book of Acts the way God intended it to be. This is our job, moms, dads listening to This is our responsibility. What a a beautiful time right now. I mean, we look at COVID as being you know this
0: horrible, horrible time, and yet God is just so instrumental in this whole thing because if you look at it and you look at the family time that everybody's having, and I mean, people are out of work and, you know, I mean, there's some really, really difficult times,
1: but for families and parents and kids coming together and Revibrant Kids, this learning tool that they'll have to really learn about who God
0: is and who Jesus is Mm. and heaven and hell and repentance and faith and...
1: Just Everything. forgiveness and love oh, and yeah. forgiveness and love. I mean, yeah. the whole thing. God yeah. is a God of love. But yeah. they also justice need justice and mercy. Know yeah. Justice and mercy, too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, mm. oh, I think this is awesome. Aww. So, where does everybody go? It's revibrantkids.com. Yeah, right? so I'll spell that
0: as R E V I B R A N T. Revibrant's a word we made up. It's a combination of all the things. Wait, spell it again. R E and then the word vibrant. V I B R A N T. Because we believe in resurrection, revival, restoration. Yep. And vibrance that God yes. brings us fully alive. John ten ten. I've come so that you may have life and have it abundantly. Mm. Well, thank you so much for joining us in the oh, splash awesome. Thank you, Christy. For Christy, me.
1: and for all of you listening, hop on this immediately, moms. Enjoy this two weeks with your family and see if it's something you could share with your neighbors. Splash it on your community. We need to be building each other up as moms and wives and mothers because this is a time where God has not left us or forsaken thank us and. True. He's created people like Christy Christie to create curriculum and things. And it's free for two weeks. You can splash this kind of love on your family. So I am excited to hear about your stories, your hot fudge sundays, or your yogurt and fruit, <laughs> whatever it is. But I can't wait your lemonade with sugar right. or sour because this is a time where I believe we're all going to come out of this and God's name is going to be glorified. Mm, he will be the hero of this story That's if right. we let him. So thank you for listening. Until I see you again, splash some little Revibrant on your kids. Let's oh, go. Well.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.